Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day with you again to bring another state of the music since there's fresh patriot pants for everyone. (laughs) And uh, today we come to Kansas, the Sunflower State or the Jayhawk State. If you want to get in direct competition with Literally the state we just did, Iowa. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go to... Jayhawk, Hawkeye. Yeah, you know. I, I know think, which I one th- you're partial to. I think I like sunflowers. I think you like Jayhawks. I mean, yeah, obviously. Right. But, partial. I mean, but sunflowers are pretty awesome. I do like sunflowers. You know, they're huge. They're we don't awesome. don't get to eat any other Their seeds are seeds. delicious. You know? Most... Uh, they've, they've baseball players have substituted tobacco for sunflower seeds now, for the most part. Carry on, wayward son. Carry on, sunflower seeds. Speaking of which, uh, this should come as no surprise to any of our listeners. Kansas is from <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> They're from Topeka, Kansas, to be specific. So they have nine gold. Three quadruple platinum and two additional platinum albums. And yes, and I appreciate them not being deceptive. And 1976 and 1977, back to back, that's where Kansas comes from. Like they got two albums back to back, Left Overture and Point of No Return, but K N O W, which is. It's kind of clever. I like it. It's punny. But it's punny. Very punny. <laughs> it's, it's like REO Speedwagon punny. Yes. Very much. You <clears throat> nailed it. Um, but they had Carry On Wayward Son uh, on 1976's Left Overture. And then they had Dust in the Wind on 1977's Point of No Return. Um, and... You know, like, Kansas is that, like, to me, they're that band, like, from that mid-70s going in, even going into the 80s, where they fit in that, uh, you know, like, the Sticks and Foreigner and Kansas. Do you know where that comes from? That comes from the handful of companies getting a hold of radio and deciding that classic rock is a new genre. And having to quantify and codify what specifically it is that classic rock entails. Oh, it does include sticks. It does include Kansas. It, yep. There's 
dozens of bands that I would say benefited mightily from that. Oh, absolutely. But then there's others because those were so oversaturating with their play uh, that that missed out that are fantastic. Absolutely. We've gotten a little bit more independence back and... um, but, but you're still going to hear Kansas every single day on your local classic rock radio station. Well, and you're going no to doubt. hear it in Will Ferrell movies. You're going to hear it mm. just oh, yeah. anywhere. I mean, it is really. good. They are pretty good jams. No, I'm not. You're my boy, Blue. I'm not challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Will Ferrell. That was a very funny line. Go Blue. Go Blue. Um. We just talked about Nate Reese in Iowa, and uh, Janelle Monet was actually a featured artist on their first big hit, mm-hmm. uh, Fun, mm-hmm. with uh, We Are Young. We Are Young. Yeah. Um, she's from, what was it, Kansas, Kansas City? City? Yeah. So, you know. She's been nominated... For eight Grammys. It is. It is a lot. It is. It is a lot. Speaking She's... of Grammys, uh, Martina McBride mm-hmm. is from Sharon, Kansas, spelled like the lady's name. She has 19 albums, 14 million in sales, 10 gold albums, 14 Grammy nominations. Golly Moses. Is so she many. has won the Academy of Country Music's Top Female Vocalist Award three times, and the CMA one four. Man, I like listening to her. She's that's, great. That's a bad bitch right there. Yeah, that's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. She did the uh, uh, national anthem for one of the Predators playoff games. They always have like somebody, some famous country music star. And it was one of those things where I was watching, and she like went out there and was just like, and she just killed it. She crushed it, crushed it. And there was like one one of the people like forgot the words, and she was like right after them in the next game at home. Thank God and she was she from just, Sharon, Kansas. Yes, she exactly. would never, she would never mess that up. Than Star yeah. Spangled yeah. Banner. Yeah, it was awesome. God, uh, I think that was Sugarland. It was. I'm glad you remember that because I was like, it was like a three piece, dude, and I, I was, was like, working. I couldn't believe, bro, because they were doing serving. harmonies, and the big guy, the big tall guy, just jumped ahead in the song, and they looked at him like, "What are you?" And he just got this look of like, "Oh my gosh, bro!" I was serving in a restaurant, and I was working in the extremely loud area that evening, and they had the game on. Yeah. And there was like a low hum of conversation. People that Mm -hmm. weren't, you Mm -hmm. know, watching and whatever. When that happened, the whole room went silent. Was like, what? How do you mess up the national anthem? What was that, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to Kansas. I do love, uh, she nailed that, obviously. Thank you for taking one for the team and. Mm-hmm. Setting it up right. I love mm-hmm. this one's for the girls, and you should love that too. You know that song? No, I don't. For God's sake, man, you're surrounded by women. Check out this one's. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the girls. Mm, okay. I will. Uh, that sounds like something to go on their playlist is what it sounds like. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. And speaking of the girls, mm-hmm. Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> <laughs> she loves the ladies. From Leavenworth, Kansas, yeah. I might add. Uh, my favorite story. My favorite, one of my favorite stories. Can we stories. build to that? My, Can we build to that? I'm building I currently. Know, I know which. One of my favorite all-time stories is Mr. Johnny Aces over here for his 21st birthday. As the clock strikes midnight to ring in Johnny's 21st birthday. We were in a bar in downtown Nashville. Well, just right outside of downtown Nashville. But it was a hole in the wall just called The Place. That's how generic it was. That's how generic it was. called The Freaking Place. So at midnight, the stroke of midnight to ring in his 21st, Johnny was on stage playing Come Through My Window by Melissa. Come to to my window. (laughs) You read it all right, these things. Come through. I didn't go full toadies. <laughs> I'll show you my dark secret. <laughs> but I was sitting in this bar, and I I was laughing so incredibly hard because it's like a 21st birthday. And to know Johnny and to see him on stage knowing that he just turned 21 and exactly what the song. Like, if there was one song he, I feel that you didn't want to be playing at that moment. Nothing against Melissa Etheridge. She's wonderful. And I'm sure she's, I mean, I'm sure she's a wonderful lady. Let me say this. There were a number of other songs I might have rather been playing. Yeah. But Come to Um, My Window is, it's, yeah. But since you brought it up, later in the day, none of y'all would come with me to go see Matthew Sweet. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And he played at the now-defunct 328 Performance Hall. Gosh, I end up meeting some girl that is wearing, like, a green T-shirt and a floor-length fur coat. Mm. Um, I'm not going to name drop who she was, but uh, she had a famous relative, and she was in town. Uh, seeing a relative at Vanderbilt Hospital and was like, I got to get out for a night. Matthew Sweet's playing. And so she came by herself, too. Oh, man. We ended up meeting you at Broadway Brewhouse mm. later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, gosh, that was one of my... Come to my window. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge. One of my favorite nights. 15 Grammy nominations. Gosh. Two wins. That seems a little off. Mm-hmm. That's true. She did, however, win the Academy Award for Best Original Song in 2006. She also, in that year, got an honorary doctorate of music from the Berklee College of Music. Hmm. She has two kids with David Crosby. 
Well, one recently passed away, sadly. Well, I know. Back at, yeah. I mean, geez, it was three years ago. Well, that's to, that, for her, I'm sure that sounds very, that's very recent. That's a recent wound. Well, <laughs> her daughter, Bailey, graduated yeah. from Columbia wow. the year before that. So Gosh. at least there was a triumph before the tragedy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, you know, and even with it, David Crosby has, you know, he, he passed away recently as well. That's true. Um, and obviously he battled demons, and he, he even said in an interview um, that he hoped he didn't pass on any of that to those, you know, children because he knew he wasn't going to be a part, really a big part of their lives. They knew where they came from. I mean, it was for God's sakes, it was on like the cover this. of Vogue magazine. Let me say this: that was a big, dirty stink at the time, which I don't really understand why people no. can do whatever the heck it is that they want to do. Yeah. Now, when you want to get talking about the people that we never talk about doing very specific genetic matching and uh, David Crosby was whatever. one of the best fucking singers of all time and so is Melissa and Melissa Etheridge is no slouch and she's so a great guitar player he's a great guitar player them, the musical I mean background that, that these children have I feel is, like if woo. Columbia doesn't work out you know maybe Bailey's got something to fall back on mm-hmm. that she doesn't even know about yeah. Speaking of things you don't know about, uh, Benny Moten uh, was a jazz pianist from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if we're going to go to jazz and we're going to go Kansas, we got to go with the bird, Charlie Parker, who he is the Wichita. He is the biggest jazz influence on any any jazz musician. You can go anywhere from Miles Davis to Coltrane. All, you know, all the way down the line, and every the single one of them would one say the that Charlie Parker would say was their biggest influence. Bebop's development. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm one of those people that, you know, I'm not what I would call a jazz aficionado. Mm-hmm. I would say that Jay is. Oh, absolutely. And um, so I don't necessarily know off the top of my head the difference. I'll tell you. I'll tell um, you. A that, lot of people. I'll tell you the the perfect person to talk to about any jazz related conversation is Wynton Marsalis. I'll be sure and give him a shout. He's a guy <laughs> that like I, like he'd be my Pepsi challenge dude. Where I'd be like, I just want to have a conversation. I want to sit down, have a beer with that dude, or have a coffee with that dude, and just be like, dude, I just want to hear. I want to hear you just talk about music. That's how amazing he is. But Charlie Parker was that guy that everybody was like, what is he doing? He's playing these, like, eighth notes. Of and just he's playing faster, better, and he, he changed how jazz music was played. And while we're in Wichita, Stan Kenton. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Piano, yep. band leader. Yep. Also did some jazz education. So that's, uh, like I said, give them back. Yeah. Yep. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. No, absolutely. Um, and and he, was, he was that guy where um, he had the uh, artisty, artistry and rhythm was the name of the song that he did. Um, and, I mean, he played with, you know, some of the old school whatever, but he was more like, he was like in that orchest- orchestral jazz. Um, um, but yeah, re- really fantastic. Now, um, while we're in, still in Wichita, because I wasn't aware that Wichita was such a hotbed of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendall Schmidt mm-hmm. is from Wichita. Was in the uh, show movie that turned into an actual band, Big Time Rush. Mm-hmm. What I thought was interesting was he was Haley Joel Osment's stand-in and body double in the movie AI. What? And and he had a birthday on set, and Steven Spielberg got him a cake decorated with Star Wars figures. That is both the weirdest and coolest random story that this guy tells at every party. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you, I guess. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Hmm. Also, there's a band from Wichita called The Embarrassment. Hmm. I'm just going to leave that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hattie McDaniel. You know who Hattie McDaniel is? Uh, I I know of her. I don't know a whole lot about her. Also from Wichita, yeah. she played Mammy in Gone with I, the Wind. I was gonna say I, she's been in like seventy films. But Gone with the Wind. Before that and after that, she was a radio and TV performer. Mm-hmm. She was the first black woman to sing on the radio in the United States. Mm-hmm. She, her radio show was called The Optimistic Donuts. Just as a random trivia question. And nobody has named an effing band the <laughs> Optimistic, Optimistic Donuts. Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Gr- yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. Um, We're calling a trademark on that right now. Yeah. We the, need to start that band. We need to start the Optimistic, the Optimistic Donuts. Donuts. Yeah. Speaking of absolutely weird bananas things, Moondog. <laughs> God. <laughs> What a weirdo. So Moondog is this experimental rock, jazz, fusion, whatever kind of dude who plays some just off-the-wall, random, psychedelic kind of stuff. It, it's worth it's worth a random trip just to listen to it for a little bit, but it gets, it gets kind of old kind of quick because it's very, like, you're in the woods... It's like, a formula. Yes, it's you're you're walking around going, "Whoa, what is this kind of stuff?" But it's cool. Yeah, I um, I was kind of intrigued to find Shelley Wright, mm. who uh, is from Kansas City and Wellsville. Um, she is a country singer, and she came out with a song called "Single White Female." Uh huh. I'm sure she really had to dig deep to. No, she didn't. She had to dig right to her mirror. <laughs> also from Kansas City, Big Joe Turner. Yeah. Uh, the original 
performer, possibly writer, shake, rattle, and roll. Shake, rattle. No, he's an original performer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, where would we be without mentioning uh, Danny Carey from Lawrence? Uh, oh, the dr- the drummer for Tool. This dude, if you've not seen Tool or know Tool, like, oh my goodness, this is one of the best living legend drummers. So like, now we don't put that much credence in lists, but let me say this: Danny Carey made 2016's Rolling Stone 100 Greatest Rock Drummers. Mm-hmm. At 26. That's pretty... Let me tell you who was right below that. 27, Dave Grohl. Wow. 28, Carmen Appas. 29, Carlton Barrett. 30, Clifton James. Wow. I mean, that's that's high praise. That's big praise. That's high praise. I mean, he's one off the top quarter. I'm not going to take anything away from the guy. He's a no, beast. He's an animal. He's an animal. And it's so cool because he wears, if you've ever seen him live, he likes to wear jerseys while he's playing drums. I think it might have to do with the, like, not being on his arms as he's moving so quickly and all that. Um, but he'll wear, you know, like, uh, like, Kobe Bryant jerseys and Celtics jerseys and like like he's a big basketball guy apparently, and so you don't say yeah I know, um, but it yeah it's just it's it's one of those things where like to me, I mean I kind of cut teeth in my youth and young manhood listening to, um, you know everything from opiate. End uh, undertow. You know, nothing starts off a young man's life right like prison sex. Yeah, forty six or hooker with a penis. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I feel like one thing, one thing <laughs> leads to another. <laughs> uh, did you get your fix there? I did. I did. Um, did you see coalesce? No. Coalesce from Kansas City, founding band of mathcore, a subgenre within metalcore, which I thought was as finely tuned as that was going to get, but apparently mathcore. We're going to add some subtraction and multiplication tables to it. We're going to make it. Mathcore. Educational. I'm sorry, I coalesce. Mm. Anyway, uh... Also, Stephen Stuckey from Hutchinson, Kansas. Mm-hmm. He was the resident composer for the L.A. Philharmonic from 1988 to 2009. His second concerto for orchestra won the 2005 Pulitzer Prize for mm. music. Um. He was also on the composing faculty at Juilliard. Wow. Wow. Did we get into Joe Walsh? We have not. I was just about to bring him up. I was going to say, I think we... Before we get into Joe Walsh, because I know that's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a minute. Katrina Leskinich from Topeka. Mm Mm-hmm. You remember her? I do not. Katrina and the Waves. Wow. She's walking on sunshine. She's walking on sunshine. Wow. Don't it feel good? Don't it feel good? Mm. Well, speaking of feeling good. Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. 
<laughs> the stinker you get, the drunker I am. What, what was the, the, name s- the smoker you get, the player you get? There, no, the smoker you drink, the player you get. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. At this point, man, like, somebody said that in the studio or something, and he was like. Write that down. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Oh, man. Life's been good. Life has been good to him. So he was like one of the, uh, I mean, clearly he was in the Eagles. Uh, also in James Gang. Um, and originally from Wichita. Um, he learned how to play music by playing the oboe. Um, and then he found a bass and then he found a guitar. So, very well-rounded, a uh, couple multi-instrumentalist. Um, but the yeah, the solo debut title, that may go down as one of the greatest titles in music history. The smoker you drink, the player you get. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Um, and I like that before James Gang and the Eagles yeah. Barnstorm. Yeah. And you really, you know, you think, you think Joe Walsh is like firing off on the side or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, no. If you want to hear that, go check out Barnstorm. It's a little rawer mm-hmm. than everything else. It is. I'll agree with that. And Joe Walsh, he's a he is a criminally underrated guitar player, in my opinion. Um, I'm not a huge Eagles guy, not because of the Big Lebowski, but... That didn't help. Oh, it certainly was like, oh, oh, you know that Leonardo DiCaprio where he's like, oh, he, ooh, me too, that thing. Yeah. Like, I was like, ooh. I hate oh. people. I hate things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Fiction Plane. <laughs> oh. um, but Joe, Joe Walsh is that dude. Uh, he was like, uh, he's like... Um, uh, Eddie Van Halen. He's that bright spot in a band that you see and you're like, whoa, look at that dude. And you see Joe Walsh on the stage just crushing it. And you're like, man, like, uh, well, they should do more of that. So let me say this. I uh, found myself in a position to, um, and. You know, I'd always said I'm not going to pay over a certain amount to go mm. see the Eagles. I'd like yeah. to see well, them. Well, they're on their 30th anniversary. I'd of, like to of, see them, but I'm not going to spend over a certain amount. A final and concert. I managed to find myself in a position. So uh, my wife and I and my parents went. And let me just say that there was a Joe Walsh section of the show oh, with a lot of visual stuff Ooh. and it was pretty fantastic. I'm sure I he was like, the only saw, way I'm going to do this is if I get to do this. I also saw Joe Walsh. I feel um, like he's the bright spot of the Eagles. He's who's bringing the sure, crowd for the absolutely. Eagles fans. You know. I also saw Joe Walsh as the headliner uh, with Bad Company opening up. Mm. And after... Bad Company and Joe Walsh is playing. Vince Gill gets up on the stage and plays a couple songs with Joe Walsh and his freaking band. I bet that was so bad. It was sick. 
It was sick. Wow. He just like walked up out of nowhere, man. Like no fanfare. Just Vince freaking well, it's, Gill, well, it's man. Well, it's Vince Gill. Vince Gill doesn't have fanfare. He's like, he's the coolest dude. He is. In, That's yeah. why it was okay for him to join the Eagles. Yeah. Because... I don't care, man. Yeah. Like, he's like Ricky Skaggs. I'll yeah. play with anybody. Yeah, he's got know? the street cred. Sure. Did you know that Ben Skill once opened up for Kiss? Um, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll bring that story up at a later time when we're talking about Vince Gill. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you that story. It's incredible. So, real quick, mm-hmm. Merle Evans from Columbus, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Cornet player, band conductor for Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey for 50 years. Wow, that's awesome. Samantha and Amanda Fish from Kansas City, blues singers, sisters. Uh, Monk McFay was a jazz drummer and band leader in Hawaii. Hmm. Yes, he was from Kansas. Hmm. Um, I noticed there was a lot of ragtime going on in uh, in Kansas. That kind of blew my mind. Um, also from Leavenworth, Nathaniel Clark Smith. Mm-hmm. He was a black composer, musician, and educator in the early 1900s. Grace Vanderwall mm. from Lenexa. Lenexa. She accompanies herself on the ukulele. Well, there it is. She won America's Got Talent at 12 years old. Wow. Well, hopefully some big things are in store for her. Uh, Murray Wilson. Does that name ring a bell? No. From Hutchinson, Kansas. Father of Brian, Dennis, and Carl Wilson. Oh, wow. Lying in bed just like Brian Wilson did. Yeah, I was. (laughs) Um... Jesse Stone uh, from Atchison. He uh, wrote, there it is. He wrote Shake, Rattle, and Roll. Shake, Rattle, and Roll. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2010, the R&B Hall of Fame in 1992, and got the Pioneer Award from the R&B Foundation in 1992. Hmm. But... I think we're learning that there's a lot more to Kansas than meets the eye. Yeah, Richard Christie from Fort Scott was a metal drummer. Mm-hmm. He was in the band Death, as oh, well as yeah. Charred Walls of the Damned. That's a little long. And uh, that's probably why he went to the Howard Stern show after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, uh, well, album for the day today, uh, bringing you the state of music from the Jayhawk state. Eh, I think I like the Sunflower State. I think I do. I think I do. The Sunflowers. Yeah, you belong among the Sunflowers. Tom Petty's <laughs> from Florida. <laughs> but but uh, I'm going to let it we're, slide. We're, we're coming to you from uh, from Kansas. Uh, be sure to follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at album the number four of the day. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email at albumfortheday at gmail.com. Whether you like us, love us, hate us, whatever, send us an email. It'll be fine. We'll, we'll send it back to you. We'll literally just copy and paste it and then just send it back to you. But anyways, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you when we see you. It's all just...
dust in the wind. All we are is dust, dust in, in the wind. wind. Oh my God, Jay, your voice sounds like an angel. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo!